This episode is brought to you in association with Miss Nanarkil's The Board Game. Old Casters with Smith and Jones. Picture the scene. It's morning. Your alarm goes off. You sit bolt upright in bed, feeling nice and refreshed after a perfect length of overnight sleep. You arise and make your way to the bathroom. Brushing your teeth makes you feel brand new, and your morning constitutional is clean and effortless leaving a sensation of detoxification. The clothes you put on are recently laundered and had been folded almost artistically, somehow making them comfier as you put them on. Your morning brew only aids in your energisation and for some reason today your porridge just hits different, the perfect balance of sweet and sticky. You head out the front door. It's a beautiful sunny day and the birds are singing. The sky is completely blue and there is just the slightest of breeze further maximising your invigoration. You arrive at the bus stop just as the bus to your destination arrives. You couldn't have planned it any better. The driver waves you on and you take your favourite seat. You lean back and smile. This really is the perfect day. Suddenly your eyes open, your nostrils flare as the most putrid stench invades your airways. It's as if someone has combined the most foul body odour you could imagine along with a smattering of freshly laid faeces. It's coming from the two seats behind you, along with grumbling noises and wheezing. You turn around. There's a bald, bearded gentleman with the biggest armpit stains you could ever have the misfortune of witnessing. Next to him, a slightly taller, slightly broader, also bearded, glasses-wearing gentleman. Sure enough, in the palm of his left hand is what can only be described as a dollop of poop and with his right hand he scoops and shovels the hot shit into his mouth with no regard for anyone else in proximity, enjoying and savouring every morsel. You know exactly who these two characters are. You've heard of them before. Your day is immediately ruined. Hello and welcome to Old Casters, the weekly pod where two old men have a laugh, a moan and talk a load of nonsense along the way. We also try and learn something new if our old brains can handle it. We are Smith and Jones, and without further ado, hi Ben. Well, hi Mark. You right? That, <laughs> yes, sort of. That was an what's interesting up? sort of start, wasn't it? <laughs> I thought, so what's he going on about? <laughs> what? And then as soon as you started describing the people and then the <laughs> dollops of puff, oh, no, it's going to be, I'd rather eat poo coming out of it. <laughs> what made you come up with that one? I have no idea. <laughs> it just, it came to me. <laughs> yeah, I thought to myself, where's he going? Where's he going with it? <laughs> Very good, though. So very, uh, very well read as well, may I ask? <laughs> may I ask? May I, may I say? Yeah, that was fun <laughs> typing that out. <laughs> Keeping you on your toes. Nice little surprise there. Definitely so, mate. It definitely was a surprise. I knew where it was going <laughs> when the when the narrative started changing. Like, Hold on a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. And now I'm going to try my best as well not to say, there you go. Uh, and yes, and all the other words I suppose. All your catchphrases. Those <laughs> catchphrases, yeah. You can buy them. You remember the, when them things used to get, like, um, like them sort of the, the cheap stores? It'd be like a fart noise or something like that. And I want one of them with all my phrases on it. Merch. Yeah. 
<clears throat> anywho, Mark, anywho, how has your week been? How is the missus? How are the family? Uh, it's been a week. It's, <laughs> it's definitely been a week. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. We're uh, we're 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 all getting on with it. Let's put it that way. Getting on with it. There, there. That's that's a good phrase, actually. Yeah. How about you lot? We had the stressful time filling in Ghosty's paperwork, because you know I've told you before, so I won't delve too deep. But today our vet quite kindly sent off the he's definitely been neutered paperwork. So we feel like we've done everything now, we're on the right page, we've just got to wait for the government to say we're on the exemption list. So right. minus that, we've uh I think what we've been up to. Or trying to take advantage of Black Friday deals where possible. I mean, we've been a mm-hmm. bit more selective this year. I bought a couple of PC games because they were cheap. Nice. Mm, yeah, Kerry, uh, Jackson, and the doggies are all well. Oh, and uh, Ghost ventured first out today with a muzzle on. Oh, yeah. Yes, that was uh, as he was trying to go, big beak, I don't like it. So uh, we was always going <laughs> to have that. But yeah, but, yeah we, we, we've been all right, thank you, mate. We've been all right. Good. We've actually got a tiny little muzzle for Bort. So she stops. No, I'm joking. She doesn't buy it anymore. <laughs> Is it like the Hannibal Lecter one? Yeah. No, it's like Bane. <laughs> I was born in it. <laughs> I was born to eat poop. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So then, Mark, I understand you might have some some correspondence from someone. Oh, this is only because we were talking about Shell last week, the oil company. Oh, yes. And I mentioned that my grandfather worked for them, which is true, but not what I described. What I described was actually his father. He was the guy that worked for Shell during the war, doing the service stations and etc. My grandfather worked on an oil rig. My mum rarely saw him I believe when she was young because he would literally fly out I think on a helicopter to the oil rig and be there during the week what was it what did he what did he do on the oil rig do you know what his his job was nope was he threading the thing that drills down I've seen that on on TV before I don't actually know threading the pole or something it's called something like that I presume it was just what off the coast of England somewhere, yes? Yes, uh, I believe off the coast of Middlesbrough. Ooh. Is that truly in the middle? Is that why they call it Middlesbrough? No. Ugh. Northeast. Quashed all them great <laughs> ideas I'd have made about Middlesbrough. But that, my mother's side of the family does have an affiliation to Middlesbrough FC. And I think that's Ooh. that's where it comes from. Superstar Mark. Well, thank you very much, Mummy Smith, for that uh, uh, update. I asked her earlier today and I've forgotten everything she said. (laughs) But yes. Said Mark, stop saying that Ben eats poo. She said something about Expo, whatever the hell that means. Expo? uh, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm? Fair play. Well, thank you very much for the the information that Mark (laughs) couldn't remember. Mm -hmm. We do, we do disclaim it at the start of the podcast our old brains aren't so hot at retaining information we try too true on this too true 
That's why we're here with our crazy facts and crazy news to try and broaden our horizons. This is it. So, Mark, where we had a pre-cast chat and we've decided that you cast listeners are in for a bit of a treat. Mark and I wish to do a Christmas special episode on the 17th of December. Now, this episode is going to be live on Twitch again, probably on Mark's channel or my own, whichever one we decide upon. And part of this very special live episode, Mark and I are going to be giving away a prize. Mm-hmm. Now, we've decided that with the three episodes left before the 17th, every time we say the word Christmas, let me repeat, every time we say the word Christmas, we want you to make a note of it. So between this episode to the episode on the 10th of December. We want you to count every time we say the word Christmas. I'm saying That's, this lots of times, mate. Just We're going to record it on the 10th of December. It will be the fourth, uh, 13th it comes out. My mistake, yes, sorry. You'll be hearing it on the 13th. Then you have between the 13th and midday on the 17th to message Mark or I on Discord or via the old men Gmail account. How many times we said the word Christmas? And if you come up with the right number, and depend on how many people enter the competition, you will be in the chance to win. Drum roll, please, Mark. A £10 Amazon gift voucher. <laughs> we figured we wanted to give back to the, everybody, all the community that's been helping support. Mark and I, and the uh, old caster studio. So we're going to want to give something back. And we figured Amazon voucher would be something that most people could spend or put towards a spend before Christmas. It still gives you the opportunity to spend it. It's going to be digital, which means there's no post involved. It's going to be landed in yep. your email. Instant. Instant stuff. So if you want to win a £10 Amazon gift card voucher on the 17th of December during our live Christmas episode, just before Christmas, all you have to do is count the number of times Ben or I say the word Christmas, starting from now. Then we're off. you have any plans for Christmas, Ben? What am I doing for Christmas, Mark? Um, it'll probably be a Christmas at home. Probably um, Christmas Eve, uh, we will might go and see... Uh, my mum and dad, which is desk down the road from us. And then Christmas Day, we're going to be chilling out at Casa de Jones, at Christmas Towers, <laughs> in Bigger's Way. I'll <laughs> <laughs> try to think of all the ways that will fit Christmas in. How about you, Mark? What are you doing for Christmas? Well, on um, the 23rd of December, that is Christmas Eve Eve, we'll be travelling up north and be spending Christmas up north. And then on Christmas Day, in the evening, we'll be returning back down here, and I will be spending Boxing Day with the children at my mother's. And then after that, on the 27th of December onwards, my Christmas break is uh, very sparse. I've got a lovely... I've booked two weeks off. 
Yes, I've also booked Christmas time off. Wonderful. Lovely. Well, there we go. So it's all to play for, cast listeners. It is all to play for. There's another thing, Ben. Ooh, what's that? What are we doing in the new year? Oh, yes. Yes, that's a very we good point. are starting season two of the guest, the guest star. Yes. <laughs> so if you wish to come on the podcast, and we need to stress, we need to remind you that you don't have to be a Twitch streamer. That was there. I know that Ben and I play video games, and that we are Twitch, twi- and that we are we're Twitch streamers. <laughs> but um, that was never the point of this podcast, was it? No, it never, was, mate. It was never. No, it's just it so happens to be it. So, if you do wish to come on the podcast, I believe we already have two guests lined up. We haven't ironed out the dates yet, and they are not Twitch streamers. Correct. Um, yeah, if you have something to promote, something to plug, or if you just want to come on an episode to talk about something with us, then, yeah, let us know. Let us know in the Discord, email me, oldmenarmy at gmail.com, and we will pencil you in. And uh, in the new year, we will be doing that. And we're not going to be doing the sort of interview-style format we were doing before, where we ask and the guest answers, because we might have repeat guests, people that are coming on that we've already had before. Mm, what we're going to do is we're just going to have the uh, the guest come on and join us for the entire episode. And uh, the only bit that will be remaining is the guest will be doing the old passion. Yes. Because we know that there are things you want to come on here and talk about. So if you have a passion, if you have something you want to talk about, if you have something you want to spread the message of or whatever, let us know. Definitely, definitely. And I think I, I can't stress what Mark's saying enough. You don't have to be a Twitch streamer. You don't have to be interested in video games. It's just about coming on the pod, having a laugh with me and Mark, and like Mark's saying, maybe expressing, maybe expressing a passion you have. And like I said, don't don't worry about them questions because you're not going to have them. All you're going to be doing is you're going to be appearing with Mark and I, and we're going to just have a jolly old time, just like Chris Kringle. Hell yeah. Yeah. Crazy facts. Crazy news. Crazy facts. And crazy news. So then, so then, so then. I have my crazy facts on a separate screen for once because I've tried to keep things clean here so they're all (laughs) easily readable. Do you wish to start or do you wish me to start, sir? No, it's crazy facts and crazy news. Crazy facts first, please. Crazy facts. Okay, Mark. Coming on down for the first one is tigers have striped skin, not just striped fur. Now, I did know this one. <sighs> but it's, yeah, it's it's still very interesting. I didn't. <laughs> so when yeah, I read so it, I was like, did really? the stripes on their fur match the stripes on their skin underneath? Do we know? Um, da, 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 the stripes are like right. So it says the stripes are like fingerprints, and so no two tigers have the same pattern. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Literally, that is it. <laughs> it's got some oh, other okay. bits, but what I've already said that tiger uh, a tiger stripes help to break up the outline of its body and make it hard to see. 
They also look like shadows as the tiger stalks through long grass in the moonlight. Tigers have striped skin and not striped fur. Uh, and then goes on to about the fingerprints bit. So there you go. That's They're, cool. That no two tigers are the same. Wow. I have an article from WWF here. That is the pandas, not the wrestling. <laughs> it says, Tigers have been around for quite a while. Tigers were around about two million years ago. I deal. Did you know that? No, I didn't. They're well old. However, thanks to humans, tigers are now endangered. <laughs> Over the last 150 years, the tiger's range has shrunk by nearly 95%. In 2023, the Global Tiger Forum estimated that there are around 5,500 tigers left in the wild. Jesus, and all because of the range, yeah? <laughs> I like that store. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody range. There are more tigers in captivity in the US than are left in the wild. Oh, yeah, it's because of people like the Tiger King and all that, isn't it? <laughs> India is the country with the largest number of wild tigers. Around 3,700 of the world's tigers are in India. Wow. That's 3,700 of the 5,500, <laughs> I said. They're in India. They're not in Delhi, though. Tigers have soft toe pads, which... It sounded like I said toe pads, then. <laughs> tigers have soft toe pads, which help them walk silently through their habitat. A tiger will typically travel 6 to 12 miles during a night's hunting. During the day, a tiger's stripes can act as camouflage, allowing it to blend in with its surroundings for stalking and ambushing its prey. Cool. And I hear that Dopez does have tremendously uh, soft paws as well. Yes, he's very sneaky as well, isn't he? Yeah. Sneaky, sneaky man. <laughs> All that Fortnite <laughs> he plays. He's <laughs> got soft hands, not callousy hands. Tigers primarily hunt deer, but as opportunistic predators, they can also eat wild boars, birds, fish, rodents, amphibians, reptiles, and even insects. A large deer can provide a tiger with one week's food, but only one out of every ten hunts is successful. It really surprises me, because I don't associate India with lots of deer. It's weird, isn't it? No deer. I, I normally, every time I think of uh, India, I think of king cobras and tigers. And cows. And cows, yeah, of course. Cool. So yeah, they're yeah. holy, holies, uh, holies, holies, holies. They just they just free roam everywhere, don't they? The Aren't they a holy thing? Yes, yeah. Holy cow! <laughs> Is that where that comes from? Holy cow! Yeah, holy maybe. Cow, man. <laughs> God, me and Mark are so clever. Tigers don't usually eat their prey at the kill site, but instead drag their prey into cover to feed. If a tiger leaves, say, to get a drink, it will cover its kill by raking leaves, dirt, grass, and even rocks over the carcass. I've got an image of a tiger now with a rake. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to see here, mate. <laughs> That's not a deer. The vocal repertoire of tigers is vast. They grunt, growl, roar, moan, snarl, chuff, hiss, and gasp. It's thought that each vocalization is used to communicate different things. Just like Velociraptors. Here's a good one, Ben. Go on. Rumour has it, it has been said that tiger urine smells like buttered popcorn. Oh, I've, I heard that. Oh, mate. You, that, do you know how scary that is? That fact was on one of my tickety-tocks today. 
Was it? It, it was something <laughs> like if you smell popcorn in the wild, you better run off because it's probably <laughs> tiger piss. I was like, what? That's really random to hear. And that's really scary, mate. Honest Mad. to God. Honest to the holy cow. And then, <laughs> and then their tenth fact, of course, is WWF are working to protect the tiger. WWF's goal is to help secure a viable future for wild tigers with representation across the historic range in coexistence with indigenous peoples and local communities. There you go. Shout out WWF as I read the article from you. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> WWF. Thanks, guys. Wow, that's... that's whoa. I can't believe that 3,000 of them live in India. Yeah. That's mad. Tigers. Tigers, man. Holy cow. Holy cow. Right. Okay, coming up with my second ones, I scroll down because this one's a little bit further. Here we go, Mark. Venus, not Uranus. Venus is the only planet that spins clockwise. Every 225 Earth days, Venus travels around the sun, but Venus rotates clockwise once every 243 days, Mark. Now, this one confused me greatly. I assumed that everything spun clockwise. <laughs> so did I before I read the fact. Yeah. Did not know that. I wonder if that's why we have that one hour saving because of Venus. You know, that. Yeah, it's all Venus's fault. Song. It's all Venus's fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your Venus. I have pulled up something from the Royal Museum's Greenwich. Ooh. Uh, one day on Venus is longer than a year. It takes Whoa. Venus longer to rotate once on its axis than to complete one orbit of the sun. That's 243 Earth days, like you said, to rotate once. The longest rotation of any planet in the solar system. And only 224.7 Earth days to complete an orbit of the sun. There you go. So does that mean it has a shorter year than us? Yeah. It would do, wouldn't it? Weird. I, did, oh, um, uh, I didn't just say there you go. <laughs> That hurts my brain a bit. Yeah, well, everything hurts my brain, mate. Venus is hotter than Mercury, despite being further away from the sun. Sluggy pits there, mate. It means the temperature is 462 degrees Celsius. <gasps> this is because of the high concentration of carbon dioxide in Venus's atmosphere, which works to produce an intense greenhouse effect. Heat is trapped in the atmosphere like a blanket, causing the temperature of the planet to be much higher than its proximity to the sun would suggest. Oh, so it's like a warm blanket there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's not go, though. Have they uh, ever landed one of them module jobs on Venus, do we know? Don't think so. I don't know if we've got any further than Mars. The Mars, yeah, is it Mars, yeah. What if they ever get the Snickers? Hmm. <laughs> All other planets spin anti-clockwise on their axis and orbit the sun in an anti-clockwise direction. Venus also orbits the sun anti-clockwise, but its unusual axis rotation is due to it being upside down. Yeah. It was knocked off its upright position earlier in its history. Astronomers believe that at some point, a colliding celestial body tilted Venus so far off its original position that it is now upside down. The only <laughs> other planet to spin in a weird direction is Uranus, which spins on its side, probably the result of another collision early on in its life. So... The aliens that live on Venus are having the same argument as they do on Earth. The flat Earthers obviously think you know, <laughs> the Earth is flat. They think that Venus is upside down. Yeah, they never know. 
because they're always the right way up. Venus is the second brightest natural object in the night sky after the moon. Whoa. The clouds of sulfuric acid in Venus's atmosphere make it reflective and shiny, obscuring our view of its surface. Its brightness makes it visible even during the day if it's clear and you know where to look. <laughs> Venus has 90 times the atmospheric pressure of Earth. That's about the same as the pressure found at a depth of one kilometre in the Earth's oceans. Gah. Slow moving of Venus. <laughs> Venus is named after the Roman goddess of love and beauty. Due to its bright shining appearance in the sky, of the five planets known to ancient astronomers, it would have been the brightest. Do you think, Mr. Smith, that because of the pressure on Venus, that Goku trains there? Yeah, Vegeta definitely does. Because the heavy pressure in the pod and all that. that he's doing yeah. the sit-ups and all that. To make 100% stronger. getting their getting their weight training in there. Yeah. <laughs> enhance their Super Saiyan abilities. Exactly right. Venus was the first planet to have its motions plotted across the sky as early as the second millennium BC. Because it's so easy to spot with the naked eye, basically, is what Ooh. it goes on to say. The last one says we tend to say Venusian, not Venerian. Following the rules of Latin, we should say Venerian as the adjective to describe things related to Venus. However, this is deemed to be too close to the word venereal. The more commonly used word is Venusian. Or Venus, Venusian, Venusian, despite its clunky etymology. Yeah, that was that. Them facts are like whoosh, over my head, mate. <laughs> them last ones. All I heard was that's in Venerian steel, isn't that what they're the old Game of Thrones swords made of, isn't it? Yes, Venerian and steel. And you get a venereal disease. <laughs> God damn it, I got a venereal <laughs> disease again. Shit. But we are talking about the Venusian. Stuff. Orbit. Is that what we were talking about? I've already forgotten. Didn't there used to be a chewing gum called Orbit? It still is, isn't there? Is it still about? Or are we that old that I think it's still a thing? Was it this, wasn't it like extra, but it was actually a piece of gum? No, extra is them little nuggets, isn't they? They keep your breath fresh. All the poo mm. I eat. Or is <laughs> Orbit? Wasn't that a stick of gum? I can't remember now. There you I can't go. remember. I just assumed it was still a thing. I don't buy gum. No, I don't buy gum. Because I don't eat poo. Oh, you should, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Dave, do I pass it on? Right, okay. (laughs) Good crazy facts, sir. Thank you very much. Some crazy news for you? Please, lay it on me, sir. Maybe, please, some crazy news. You want? You want? I like. Fears super pigs could invade US states, and it's not easy to eradicate them. <laughs> Ben's gone. Oh, I've got this image of these fucking pigs with capes on. <laughs> Super pigs. You know, like the pigs can't fly. Like, there you go, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're revolving. <laughs> the pigs are an intelligent and large breed capable of tearing land up and devastating crops and wildlife. Hunting could make the problem even worse, so states are preparing in other ways. Experts in the US fear a rising number of super pigs that are proving tough to eradicate could invade northern states. As a crossbreed combining the Eurasian boar's survival skills with the size and fertility of domestic swine in Canada, the super pig is described as an ecological train wreck. 
Professor Ryan Brook, one of Canada's authorities on the issue, added they are the most invasive animal on the planet, with the swine capable of spreading disease and devastating crops and wildlife. Nobody should be surprised when pigs start walking across that border if they haven't already. <laughs> the question is, what will be done about it? Northern states like Minnesota, North Dakota and Montana are taking steps to stop the invasion, but it isn't easy to control the spiralling population. The pigs are smart and furry, giving them the edge to survive Canadian winters and they reproduce extremely quickly. One sow can have six piglets in a litter and raise two litters in a year, which means that even if authorities manage to eliminate 65% of the population each year, they'd still grow. And hunting could make the problem worse, according to Professor Brooke, with the success rate for hunters only about 2 to 3%. Several states have also banned hunting because it makes the pigs more wary and nocturnal, which makes them tougher to track down. <laughs> Instead, methods under consideration are ground traps like the so-called ball buster or net guns fired from helicopters. <laughs> <laughs> Some states have also adopted crowdsourced squeal-on-pigs tracking programs, while scientists have studied poisons such as sodium nitrate, but they risk harming other species. The only path forward is you have to be really aggressive and you have to use all the tools in the toolbox, Professor Brooks said. <laughs> pigs already cost $2.5 billion, £1.98 billion in damage to crops in the US each year, mostly in southern states. They have also on occasion been known to attack humans, with one woman killed in Texas in 2019. The animal's not native to North America, but have roamed there for centuries. The problems in Canada date back to the 1980s, when farmers were encouraged to raise wild boar before the market collapsed in 2001, and some frustrated farmers simply set the animals free. Thanks, Canada. <laughs> Super swine. Boar buster. Oh, but I don't. What's that? That helicopter thing? I can imagine like a flashback of Nam, but this time they're up and like a Huey with a net guns fired from a helicopters. It's proper like wacky racist. <laughs> I mean, I know bulls are dead destructive. That, that's catch that's the a thing. piggy, catch the piggy. <laughs> but Team Rocket, the the net gun. Do, 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 do. <laughs> to protect the world from piggy devastation. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mark, you'll be pleased to know, though, that I have, because I saw your super pig thing, first of all, I started um, lending on the side of my film knowledge with pigs, and there's, I've got a couple of funny ones. But before that, I've got a fact about pigs for you, sir. Mm. Sweating like a pig is a misleading and commonly used phrase since pigs can't sweat. Pigs yes. don't have any sweat glands, so they roll around and sleep in mud and swim in cool water. Obviously, yeah. a, bo the, a bonus of rolling in mud. It, it helps keeps the pig skin from getting sunburned. That's why they roll in filth, because they can't <laughs> yeah. sweat. Because they can't sweat. Yeah. But then I couldn't help but then lean, across, uh, lean on two of my favourite films with pigs in them, which would first of all be Hannibal, where they train the pigs to, when they found Hannibal, that team that, oh, what was his name? The guy who, who survived him in the first film. He was the gay guy. Um, but anyway, he'd hired a, like a bunch of Italian mercenaries to, when they captured him, they trained these bulls that they were going to tie him up and then they were going to eat him. 
So that I remember about pigs. <laughs> and also, of course, the British banger snatch where they're walking through Bricktop's pig farm and he says, are they Lancashire pigs? <laughs> <laughs> so not Babe Pig in the city? No, but, but I mean, I have seen Babe, but uh, um, not probably up there as my favourite pig films. That'll do, pig. That'll do. <laughs> That's that mental, mate. Piggies. I love piggies. Oh, I want a miniature pig. Yes. Very cute. They are very cute. Ready for crazy news number two? Love one. Woman shares horrifying moment she discovered her stepdad is one of her biggest OnlyFans subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> OnlyFans is fast becoming a nifty side hustle for millions of users around the world. So much so that one former teacher revealed earlier this month she makes more in a month on OnlyFans than she did in a year at school. <laughs> Despite the impressive profits that can come from posting explicit content on the private subscription service, another user was this week plunged into her worst nightmare. Taylor Madison, an Aussie social media star, had formed a close-knit relationship with one of her online subscribers, someone who had followed her account since she launched it earlier this year. According to the New York Post, this mystery individual had spent up to $2,000 requesting photos of Taylor's underwear daily and asked to see the intimate relations between her and her, her and her boyfriend. After the OnlyFans subscriber began trying to talk with Taylor almost every day, she received the shock of her life when, one day, she made the startling realisation that realised that it was actually someone in her contacts. During an appearance on SBS Insights, sex and subscribers episode she insisted that she initially tried to call the anonymous users bluff I went with my gut feeling and I messaged the website account and I said I know who this is Taylor claimed she went mental trying to discover who it was narrowing it down to six people one of those individuals was her stepfather who had been in her life since she was 11 years old <laughs> ruling out the other five individuals the content creator then threatened him telling him he'd have to tell her mother before my sister and I do Within two minutes, I got a text from my stepdad saying, Hey Tay, can we talk? She recalled. I went into a complete state of shock, and I probably was that way for about a week, she said. Taylor then took the decision into her own hands, and with her sister, told her mother what her stepdad had been up to. The man in question had been pleading with her not to tell her mother just yet, which prompted Taylor to put the three of them on a call together, her mother listening silently whilst her stepdad pleaded with her to stay quiet. The mother of the social media star rightfully kicked her husband out of the house they'd all shared for over a decade and Taylor hasn't heard from him since. For the first couple of weeks he was very much the bad guy, she explained, but he then went silent on everybody, or people went silent on him. Both my sisters work full time so mum didn't have anybody around to take it out on because he wasn't there. Taylor recalls her mother quickly turning the blame around onto her, explaining it all became my fault and only fans fault and that she was told she'd ruined her mum's marriage. I was enemy number one to my family for a few months, she said, but she concluded the segment by explaining that the pair have been able to move on and Taylor's mother has moved on. Taylor added that no one in the family knows where her former stepfather is. Well, the word, unfortunately, with OnlyFans is you are going to get some creepy people on there because nature of the beast. Mm -hmm. But am I shocked that it was the stepdad, probably not, because I'm sure there's a lot of accounts that have got problem, even worse going on. So, <laughs> them's the breaks when you have an OnlyFans. I'm afraid. 
I would say. Horrible story, but really at heart. But, you know, I don't know. How, you know I was thinking of ways for a reactionist, but I suppose I keep coming back to the <laughs> same thing. You know, it's an online, anybody can do it. There's no restrictions, you know, so. But it's creepy as though, there's no doubt. Yeah. I didn't proofread the article first. I saw the headline. I saw OnlyFans <laughs> and stepdad. I was like, Ben will like this. Because <laughs> of my many OnlyFans subscriptions that I have. Yeah. <laughs> Ignore that, uh, the, the one from your contacts that looks similar to my details. <laughs> it's, it's not me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've got to admit, you know, for the ladies and the gentlemen who are on there with the more explicit side, which basically OnlyFans is all about if we're being brass tacks about it. Yeah. You are, I should imagine that, like I keep saying, those, but it's what you have to take what comes with it, I suppose. It's, it's not yeah. very nice though, but hey-ho. Wasn't that long ago OnlyFans said that they were going to stop allowing people to put explicit stuff on there, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think right. they got so much reaction from it about they're going to lose bloody like 95% of their... <laughs> well, yeah. Because their always, industry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should be called only porn. Mm. I don't... I've never... Have you ever bumped into any uh, people that are on OnlyFans that are actually using it for, I don't know, secret cooking recipes or something like that? Not explicit images, no. Yeah, not explicit images, yeah. I've, I've never heard of one, to my knowledge. Yeah. I think any time you click on a link tree like our own and they have an OnlyFans, it tends to be for the reason of explicit photos, so... Yeah. Well, chat, there you go. OnlyFans, if you're on there doing your thing, be prepared for... Your stepdad. <laughs> your stepdad or your stepmom. In a world where pixels and cardboard collide where graphic design meets family life and where every dice roll is a chance for glory comes the most epic tabletop adventure of the year. Introducing Mr. Narkills, the board game. Join the legendary Twitch streamer, graphic design maestro and family man Mr. Narkills on an unforgettable journey. Embark on quests through the treacherous land of Twitch chat Navigate the perils of graphic design deadlines and face the ultimate challenge, mastering the art of family life. But wait, there's more. Battle your friends in the arena of Apex Legends and prove once and for all who the true champion is. Will it be you, Mrs. Narkills, or perhaps the little legend, Strawberry? Get ready for hilarious encounters unexpected plot twists and epic moments that will have you rolling on the floor literally but beware not everything in mr narkill's world is sunshine and rainbows you might encounter the dreaded tech glitch the perilous parental responsibilities or the challenging design dilemma will you emerge victorious or succumb to the chaos the fate of the board is in your hands Gather your friends, charge your dice, and prepare for a tabletop experience like no other. Mr. Narkills, the board game, is coming soon to bring laughter, strategy, and a whole lot of fun to your game nights. Get ready to roll with Mr. Narkills, because in this game, every move is a legendary play. 
old passions, Mark? Uh, the oldest of passions. <laughs> it is the oldest of passions, it must be. Food, Mark, we're going to be talking yes. about this week. I, 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 didn't, I don't know if you know this, but I like food. <laughs> I like food too. Wow. I love food. Uh, I do like um, Christmas dinner. Mm-hmm. Do you like Christmas dinner, Mark? I do like Christmas dinner. I did a Thanksgiving dinner on Thursday, and that's not too far <gasps> off a Christmas dinner. Of course you did, yes. And was mm-hmm. it a success? Yeah, it was good. Good. So we're going to talk about everything from home-cooked to restaurants, takeaway, a.k.a. fast food. And Mark and I are going to just say we're <laughs> going to come out with our favourite foods, basically, I think, our favourite experiences maybe with food. So, uh, yeah. So if I said to you, Mark, what's your favourite home-cooked meal? If you're going to cook that scrumptious, gorgy food, what are you going to cook? What are you cooking? It will be a pasta dish. Pasta is my favourite food. I could eat pasta every single night if I had the choice. Wow, that is a passion. We limit it to one day a week. We have pasta. <laughs> we have pasta Wednesday. Pasta Wednesday, I like. Every it. Wednesday we have pasta. Oh, I love that. So <laughs> pasta with anything, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. I think my one has to be home cooked. Wise has always been. Uh, the Sunday roast affair. So I don't mean necessarily on a Sunday. I mean a uh, a roast, a roast dinner. Yeah. The works, though. Any uh, All meats except lamb. I'm not hugely keen on lamb. What? Yeah, not mad on lamb. That's my favourite. If it's grilled, I like it. I'm not too, not cruise crazy about, um, what they call, it's not baked lamb. What do they call it? Um, roast. Roast lamb, yes. <laughs> I tend to find it quite, I don't know. I never, I've just never, never really liked it. But yes, I want to have all the trimmings there, Mark. You got every greens stuff in, I, and it doesn't have to be just white meat for stuffing. I like stuffing with everything. Um, it's got to have Yorkshire puddings, thick gravy. Uh, I like the gravy being made from the um, the uh, vegetable vegetable juices. That makes a nice mm-hmm. gravy. I'm, I'm not, I and I mean, we're talking bisto <laughs> of a thing. I'm not making it roux style or whatever they call it. Oh yeah. Used- on Thursday for Thanksgiving, I used all the juices from the turkey joint to make the gravy. See, again, you're talking my language here, mate. Talking oh, yeah. my language. So, Mark, if I was to say to you, what's your favourite takeaway, what would it be? Hmm, are you talking like Indian or Chinese or chicken, or are you talking a specific restaurant? Now, this is a bit of a 50... So we, we're going to break this into two. First of all, something that's delivered to your domicile. Mm-hmm. And then maybe that sort of... not. We're not talking restaurant here. We're talking still in the sort of the QSR, quick service industry world, you know. So we're not talking like a pub restaurant. We're talking like McDonald's per se. So I want yeah. the best to your house and I want the best one if you're going to go to... Because some, some of these places, obviously, we haven't got to full delivery. So, AK like Nando's per se, I would class that as a as a takeaway style affair rather than a restaurant, even though it is a restaurant. So, I'm after something delivered to your house, and then I want if you because it's not local enough, you'll go into the place to go get it. Well, my favourite specific takeaway, we have one local to us called Pizza Hot, and everything that they do. 
that we have experienced and Mary and I have had a vast quantity of the menu now. <laughs> it's very good. We love them. They can't be beat. It's by far my favourite takeaway that I've had the uh, the fortune of eating from. We also have sampled lots of the <laughs> uh, Pizza Hot menu because it used to be for a little while before all the other delivery services, they were the first one ready to appear on a proper website where it had their list of grub ready to order. So yes. we've ordered from there many times also. What mm-hmm. a favourite dish from Pizza Hot for you, sir? Oh, my God. I'm putting you in a spot. It can be a combination. We like the calzones. We really like the calzones. Oh, what? And now I've never tried one of their calzones. They're nice. Really nice. Okay. Really nice. Are we talking a meat one, the veggie one? What yeah, we're talking? I think a meat feast one. I, I think that's what it's called anyway. It's, it's yeah, um, certainly meaty anyway. Yeah, it's got a, an Italian name, but I can't think mm-hmm. of it. Really good. Now you've, you've set me now, but I really want one of their calzones. I love a calzone, or cow's arse as we call it. They're not traditional calzone. They're not what you'd expect if you went to an Italian place and got a calzone. No, I'm, it's almost like it's almost like a stuffed cheesy garlic bread in a, in the best possible way. Ooh, <laughs> I like yeah. a, I like a twist on our calzone though. But so, yeah. how are we talking? Are they, like is it a massive? Is it a sharing affair or is it on your own job? Yes, yeah. Sharing. No, Mary and I share them. So if you get a ten inch calzone, it will be. It would be like half the size of a pizza where they folded yeah. it in half, but on top of it is like cheese and garlic butter and mm-hmm. stuff. And inside it's got the, the pizza's toppings. Oh, it's good. I'm, I'm going to do that. Uh, was it the Homer? Oh. Homer, you're drawing on the mic again. <laughs> but my favorite genre of takeaway food would be Indian. Okay. Because I think, I think they've just got it sorted. I think the Indian food is the best food. So what are we talking? If you're ordering an Indian now, what what are we ordering? For me, lambuna, coconut rice, peswari naan. So I have your poppadoms and your chutney. I just think it's elite. Everything uh, I could have anything off an Indian menu, and I'll be happy afterwards. I love that. Everything's elite. I love that. Yeah, start using that again. I think I'm up. I'm with you, but the lambuna boon is quite hot, isn't it? It's not too bad. No, oh, is it not? not too, no, I don't know. Not too bad. Mm. See on the, I think Una's on... just about my spice level. It's not. It's not blow your bollocks off spicy. It's not even that hot. I'd put it probably, but on a par with tikka masala. Oh right, okay. It's not oh, that wow. hot. It's but it's 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 it's, it's curry spicy. Do you know what I mean? But it's not. I've always hot. avoided it because I figured it was like. <sighs> no, no. Ooh, I presume they do other. It's, it's not restricted to lamb, is it? No, no. So yeah, again, what what, what ah. What is the Indian of choice for you around here? I want to see what you say. I don't know. We've got so many. We are blessed. That's the one <laughs> thing. If you many. go on our <laughs> Just Eat or any of them, it is 90% Indian restaurants. Can I put a shout in for Big's Lounge? Because that's Biggles where we Lounge go. is, yeah. I think Big's Lounge is the main one, isn't it? Yeah, it's the one we order from. Yeah. And always get the guy who comes to the door. He says, no, we've got our own website. I said, I know you got your own website. <laughs> It gives me about a million bloody uh, menus. It's like, well, yeah. if I didn't know now, I definitely know. But yeah, as Big's Lounge, I think we've, I think has been solely the only because it was recommended when we first moved to Big's Way by someone on the estate. So I don't think we've ever deferred off of Big's Lounge. But that's that's a good shout though. That I think we've had 
There's, isn't there one called Raj? Yes, there is. And there I think there's Raj, one yeah. called Monsoon. No, he, that was the Thai place, maybe. Yeah, it's called Thai Rice. We have it? diverged from Biggles Lounge, and I can't remember where it was from, and it really annoys me because it's one of the best Indians I've ever had. Oh, well, we're and always honestly, the... honestly cannot remember where it is, where, where it was from. Okay. Well, if you remember it, you have to let me know because we're always open to recommendation. Yes. I'll have to Google it. Because I think I know, I think I remember where it is geographically. But. So we're, we're pairing these up here. So if again, I presume your Indians getting deli- your Indian food's getting delivered to you as like the pizza hot. You're not going to get it, yes. Yes. So I need now need from you. You're My going to that sort that, of fast foody. Yeah. That, again, like a you know, like a Nando's. Oh, that's a bit of a poor poor example, but you get what I mean. Like five, five guys. guys. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. We're in sync, mate. <laughs> I'd have to say five guys too. Mm-hmm. Oh man, bang in! Mm. Yeah, they've even though you have to remortgage the house to go eat there. I it do. Is expensive. Yeah, it is expensive, but they are top tier. From I'm, I'm not keen on their hot dogs. I think they're a bit tough. The hot dogs. Never had a hot dog because I don't care for hot dogs. I recommend you don't. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're tough. But mm-hmm. the burgers and the milkshakes. Oh man. The chips. And if you go in there, you're free nuts. nuts. You like them monkey nuts? Got to get your money's worth. (laughs) You're just taking a bag on your back. Yeah, you know, uh, you know the the cup that they give you that they're supposed to have chips in in the bag. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I take the cup out the bag and I fill that to the top (laughs) with monkey nuts. It is. Uh, my only problem with monkey nuts is the waste. It's the, the it goes everywhere. And the shell, the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> No, don't eat that. <laughs> so I'm going to link up with John Five Guys. I'm going to say, yeah, that's definitely up there. Um, like I said, Nando's, I can't really put in there because it's not, not really, even though it is a takeaway, it's not, and it is quick. You can say, but definitely Five Guys. I think delivered to the house. I'd have to go with, I'd say Pizza Hot's up there for us. I don't know if I'd call it my, our favourite because we've got a new one we've been using called Buns, Buns Galore. Haven't had that yet. They're very nice. They're a okay. take on a Five Guys affair. Mm. So they do their own smash burgers. I can recommend them to you if you found And they do these this chips, right? And it's, what do they call it, like loaded chips or something. And it's not just cheese yeah. and chips. It's It's got this funky. Fries if you're in America. Yeah, fries. Um it's got this funky meat on it and spices. Oh, mate. I mean, we, we ordered it by accident. And when it goes up, yeah, mm-hmm. that's banging. So, yeah, I'll put buns up there. And you're yeah, definitely um, our friends at uh, Five Guys for pretty much anything on that menu. I'd probably eat. Like I said, the end downside is hot dogs are a bit tough. Yeah. So now, Mark, last question is restaurant. Where are you going? Where's that restaurant? Specific restaurant or a chain restaurant? It can be either or. My favourite place to eat in the entire world is in Hook's Cross, just outside Stevenage. It's called The Three Horseshoes. And the food they do there is incredible. And we go there for all our family events. Like If there's a birthday, Three Horseshoes? Yeah, Three Horseshoes. Is that the one on the way to where? Yes. No, no, the one you're on about. I've eaten there also. So good. God, I've been there in years. <laughs> so I presume it's obviously still going strong then. If, uh... Yeah, I haven't been there for, oh, I don't know, two weeks. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
can I ask you your least favourite takeaway? Do you have a least, least favourite takeaway? Yeah. I know it sounds a bit of a weird question, but I'm always interested, though, because obviously a lot of takeaways, there's not many cat ones, but there's often one that goes, oh, we need there. Just at the moment, I can't I can't remember the last time I had them. I'm really off McDonald's and KFC at the moment. Just not into it. Yeah. I the mean, thought I of like eating a McDonald's or a KFC make me feel a bit... A bit <laughs> just because I, I always sort of enjoy it when I eat it, but it's not like maximum enjoyment. And I always sort oh, of no. hate myself. I always sort of hate myself a little bit afterwards every time I have a McDonald's <laughs> or a KFC. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'm, I'm KFC, the hit and miss. If they've got the got the crispy skin on, it's a hit. And if they've just gone, they're banging it out because they're really busy. To, to, to us, I presume it'd be Bulldog Services if you're having a KFC. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Um, I so I like Burger King, but kind of let to go and grab a Burger King seems a bit yeah. like a it's our sake. <laughs> we don't have a lot of choice locally. No, where no. we are. Yeah, we've drive. got more local miss uh local takeaways is what independent I independent places. yes yeah have you eaten out of the surf shack or whatever it's called yet is it shack mm, no. the one that took over from joe's no i must have been it's there but they're, they're right at the top so you've got to either park a water tour and obviously because they've got no way of you order in advance it's just again i know it's gonna sound really lazy but again it's just our sake so, oh, there you go. So, restaurant wise, for me, oh, there's there's been so many similar to your pub one. Like there used to be one. Like if you go towards American Golf, called the Green Man. You ever been up that way? It's you got the top past American Golf. You turn left. It's just down there somewhere. They used to be okay. bagging a pub mm. affair, but they changed owners. It's not so good. But some restaurant. If I'm going to a restaurant, where are we going? If I had to say, oh, we're going to that restaurant. Me, um. Benny Harner's. Well, I'm going to a restaurant and I'm making the effort. Benny Harner's. Unfortunately, the, the, the localist one to us is London, and it's the Teppanyak in style. And I'm going to got the flip ching ching ching. Now they're throwing the flippers. And yeah, I only recognise Benny Harner from the office. <laughs> <laughs> the restaurant, the restaurants they got in London. They're not, they're not overly expensive. Well, they're London esque priced. I mean, I don't. It's not that I'm going down there every week, but. If you if I'm making the effort go to a restaurant, it would I would go to Benny Harner's. You, it's the food's phenomenal. Is that when they cook the food in front of you? Yeah, yeah, the the you know the the theatre that goes with it, and then they sort of build up the um, onion ring thing, and then they pour a load mm-hmm. of cooking oil in it, and then the the guy gets the older uh, whistle out, and like a, okay, mm-hmm. again, I, I like, but the food is really really good, and okay. then they're flinging it in your gob and all that sort of stuff. Ah, my eye. <laughs> that wasn't my <laughs> mouth. It burns. It burns. It burns. But yes. The so. goggles do nothing. <laughs> the goggles, they do nothing. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I noticed that there's a little bit, a bit of our, an ad to our old passion here. Last meal ever. Yes. I was, we were knew we were going to be talking about food. So, I added a little addendum on there. It almost crosses in to ask us anything but i was wondering what would your last ever meal be what would you choose for those three courses oh that's a really good question actually three courses start a main dessert i'm trying i'm I'm gonna try and think of some night 
some really i suppose if i was being clever i'd ask for some sort of food that has to be imported from somewhere far far off but <laughs> um i suppose i'm gonna stall oh, last meal ever gore i'm just talking what would your absolute dream favorite thing to eat in the world would be for, for your starter for your main course for your dessert? so i'm gonna start with i'm stuck now i'd have a start start with some sort of parfait you know the old pate mm-hmm Crisp toast, you know, real nice big bits of toast, soft butter, and a really nice pate or parfait. I don't know which one you really his name really is. I'd probably go with something like that, or some sort of like tiger prawns, hot tiger mm-hmm. prawns that nice. stripped of the bodies. I don't want to have to deal with that if I'm no. <laughs> if it's I'm before I grow it. It's got to be ready to go. Yeah, and then melted butter, dipping butter as that. Oh. Mm. <laughs> moving on to the main it's i would go probably go with lobster thermidor you just don't see it anymore yeah i've only ever had it a few times but it's lovely never had it well have you not mm. have you ever had lobster <laughs> i've got a funny story about lobster <laughs> all right okay <laughs> my mum will tell it better this is from when i was very little and we walked past, we went on holiday to Swanage. We were either in Swanage or we were in Cornwall somewhere. Mm. And there was a fancy new fish restaurant, seafood restaurant opened up and there was a guy outside handing out samples and uh, handed us some lobster. Oh. And the, so, I, so I had a little bit of lobster, but for the rest of the evening, doing our walking around on holiday, I don't like lobster. I don't like lobster. I don't like lobster. My mum tells the story better, but this is me. I don't like lobster. I don't, I don't. Okay, Mark. Okay, I don't like lobster. Mark, we know you don't like lobster. It's fine. I don't like lobster, and this is literally. I think it went on for a good hour or so. <laughs> well, <laughs> doing our rambling, Mark. I don't like lobster. Okay, Mark. We don't get. Oh, can I spit it out there? Are <laughs> oh, we still going to go at this point? Yeah, I was just yeah, <laughs> like a cow on cud, <laughs> chewing it around. <laughs> Then apparently I spat it out and a seagull came down immediately and <laughs> took it away. <laughs> <laughs> For a minute, I thought, well, fair, but you still got it in your God bless you, mate. I can't really say that I've had lobsters since. Well, that's fair play then. So I, don't, I, don't, I probably would like it. I don't see why I wouldn't, but I was young. Well, lobster thermidor, again, it's got all the, uh, the you know, the, the sauce and all that. You know, it's got a big, nice big fat lobster, all the all the trimmings with mm, that. Very nice big fat I am with my claws. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm ending with one of them. I don't know what they call them now. Is it a Sunday? Is that what they call them nowadays? It'd be like the long, tall um, glass. Just a tall with, glass full of ice cream. and But a good mix, Mark. And I want warm brownies at the bottom of that bad boy. I don't want bloody cold ones. They've just lobbed in warm. Mm. So it's melting that ice cream on the way down. Yeah. How about you, Mark? What's your... Banging. I'm gonna die meal. <laughs> I can't. Main course and dessert are easy, but I'm struggling for starter. Hmm. It might just have to be some sort of garlic bread affair because I absolutely adore garlic bread. But you know, sometimes you go to a restaurant and they'll bring you out a warm, crusty roll that you butter mm. yourself. Sometimes you just can't beat that. And you open up and it's all just um, steams coming out. All of the it. steam comes out of it, and you put. What if you could put like garlic butter on it, and that all goes all gooey and oh man. Why don't they do that? Why is it not garlic butter? Exactly right. You should get a choice, no? Yeah. 
I think it's good. Or it shell. could just be some fresh baked homemade garlic bread they bring out to you. Mm. Oh. I'm telling you, I'm very hungry. I'm man. just my mouth's watering. I'm, I'm a like I said a few weeks ago for my superhero, I'd be garlic bread man. I'm a I'm a I'm a fiend <laughs> for garlic bread. I love that stuff. What's your powers as garlic bread man? What are you doing? Just turn anything that I want into garlic bread. <laughs> 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 no, my computer. <laughs> I do a good homemade garlic bread myself. Ooh. Um, main course would be, so for, I think it was for my 30th birthday, we went to the Three Horseshoes, previously mentioned, and my dad and I shared a ro- roast lamb platter. Okay. And I think that's the best meal I've ever had, and I would have that again. A proper long, slow roasted lamb with all the all the trimmings. The, there was like this sweet, almost spicy red cabbage with it. The gravy was incredible. I could feel my arteries clogging as I was eating it. It was one of those sort of roast dinners, but it was so good. Ever the roast potatoes, the Yorkshire parsnips, please. Mm, yeah, yeah, all I'm of it. Was it um, with a... lamb sauce? Obviously, I mean mint sauce. Where's the lamb sauce? <laughs> Well, I'm the mint can do one, but you can have it no, on your because plate, my favourite thing to eat, you know, is mint. So definitely mint sauce with my with my roast lamb. So where's the pudding going? Tiramisu. Tiramisu. My absolute favourite. That's a good shout. Mad for a tiramisu. Did you ever try Joe's tiramisu? Who's Joe? Uh, no, no, Joe. No. <laughs> you would like that now, knowing that. He did a homemade one of them. God. Yeah, it's a good selection, mate. It's good. So I want to know more about this this um, platter job you shared with your dad. So what, what was it, like uh, many different ways of lamb, or was it just literally roast lamb, was it? No, it was just one bit of roast lamb, but it was enough to feed two people. So it was almost <sighs> like, and they bring out a tray of parsnips, they bring out a tray of the roast tatties, they bring out the Yorkshires and stuff, and yeah, yeah you just help the two people to, yeah. Ooh. It's divine. Sounds like we might need to record an episode. <laughs> the three horseshoes. At yeah, some should we go to the three horseshoes? <laughs> yeah. It's you and I. What's yours? Like? Just, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> what do you think? I don't care about the crazy. Just hear us chewing and drooling. <laughs> uh, I'll have another soup son of that waiter. <laughs> That's another good thing they do there is they do, um, for starters, you can get, it's like, you get like four for 20 quid or something. It's something like that, but they bring out all the starters like on a. You must get like a smorgasbord of starters. So right. with the party that you're with, when you're there, you choose on what starters you want, and they bring it all out in their dishes, and you sort of just daff in. That's a good. And idea. That's a really, I really enjoy that way of eating. It's almost like tapas. Yeah. So you're getting the little soups on of yeah. everything, so everybody's trying a bit of everything. That's, that's a good idea. That. Yeah. Reasonably priced this for your shoes. Reasonably priced, yeah. It's probably more on the expensive side. Yeah, so because it's more gastro y, but the sounds of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but that's understandable. And it's a McMullen's pub, so you get a bloody good beer there as well. <laughs> normally on the de- on day, uh, was it Des, as Gary would call it? Normally I'm Des, so it's like I can sniff the beer. Oh, it smells I have nice. one. I have one pint. I'm usually the, I'm usually Des as well, but I, I have one pint of. Yeah, that's what, what is what it? I normally have AK there, do we? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. McMullins are a customer, sir. So there you go. <laughs> anyway, so there you go, listeners. Mm, tell us about yours. Yeah, favorite places to eat. Your what would your last meal be? 
Yeah, etc., etc. Would it be a Christmas dinner? Yeah. Is Christmas dinner your favourite dinner? <laughs> I'm going to have so much fun counting these. So then, Mark, ask us anything. Correct. We was very fortunate that we had two members of the community come up with lots of questions over the last week, and we've cherry-picked two from two avid listeners of the podcast. I will ask the first, you can ask the second, and then me and Mark have got one for us each. So if the old men were the Avengers, who would be who? And that is from SlimBoyFat82, a.k.a. Gaz. Interesting. So let's start with SlimBoyFat. Let's start with him. I reckon Gaz is either going to be the Hulk... Or Hawkeye. There you go, go I was going to cop out because I couldn't think of anything and say Iron Man just because he was the OG. <laughs> That's a good shell. But I like the whole answer. No, I like the whole answer. Because, you know. I mean, the second you said that, I was like, <laughs> yeah. He's got a short fuse, isn't he? Sometimes. <laughs> and you know what? You know I'm right about that, Gaz. Castards. That'd be funny. Yeah, so. Come on, here, come on. I, I'm um, you. The me who next. You? Who, 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 who am I? Doing you? I can't do me. You can't do you, can you? Um, so if he's the Hulk, I'm gonna put you. Maybe as Iron Man. Really? Is, yeah, yeah. Because you've got the quips. Oh, I'd rather <laughs> eat poo. Um, you've got the quips. So I reckon you know you and you and Tony Stark. You got the, got the sort of maybe the the edge on Iron Man. I reckon there. Yeah, yeah, I'll I reckon it. so. Yeah, how about Tunny? Who's Tunny being? Don't think any of the Avengers cook, do they? The only chefs? one that I can remember seeing him cook is Vision. Oh yeah, in Wonder Vision. Yeah, and in Infinity War, I think Infinity War, him and Wonder are in the kitchen cooking. Yeah. But we're not just saying you only cook, Tony. Yeah, but you do. Um, Tony, 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 Tony. Maybe Tony's Hawkeye. Maybe. Nah. Who else have we got? Who, who are we missing here? Got to leave room for Nara myself. Yeah, that's that's the. I'm thinking Mr. Narkills is Hawkeye. Yeah, it's just a good shout. All right, so we're we're Nara. Yeah. Jump, you jump, Nara. You're now Hawkeye. Who's Tony being? Maybe he's. Got, who we got? Thor, Captain America. That's America's ass. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've got a pretty good butt. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. We, 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 can, we can give Tunny. Maybe Tunny's the... Uh, Who else is there? Spider-Man? Are we, what, are we doing the whole shaboodle here? Are we? I'm, not do- I'm just thinking the Avengers as in first movie Avengers. Yeah, you're thinking 2012 Avengers. Should yeah. Keep it that. Keep yeah, because okay. obviously otherwise, yeah, I, I, I might have to rethink a few ones that I've already said. That's why I'm mm. sort of keep mentioning them. So maybe Tony's the old, uh, what's um, Scarlett Johansson's character? Black Widow. Black Widow. Maybe he's the Black Widow. Because he's a sexy bitch. Because he's a sexy, sexy bitch. <laughs> Because we haven't got many left, have we? There's only we've got Captain America, Black Widow, are we? And that's Owen Thor. You were, mm, uh, 
Yeah, Thor's in it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, or maybe he's Thor. Yeah, but why? But why is Tony Thor? Maybe he's got the the thunder in him. I don't know. <laughs> I, I prefer believe him as the older Black Widow because he's a sassy, sexy bitch. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, maybe he looks good in black lycra as well. Do you reckon? Okay. Yeah. So Tony right, is Black Widow. So come Mr. on, Kills is Hawkeye. Definitely. Definitely. Because of his sharpshooting. Which leaves, I can either be Captain America or Thor. You're Captain America because you're a good boy. I am a good boy, aren't I? You're a very good boy. And I've got America's ass. And you have a wonderful behind. <laughs> You've got an ass that just won't quit. Yeah, be on the OnlyFans <laughs> later. Me and me, Captain America cosplay. <laughs> With just the shield. And I'd just be showing a slight <laughs> bit of cheek. It's so both wiped. <laughs> so there we go. We've answered that one. We are now the Avengers. Um, and Mark, what was the second question? Please, the other sir? one is from Scott, the Doctor, the underscore DR underscore nine seven. If you were to win the lottery, what would be your first purchase? I had to have a think about this when I when when we was talking about putting it in and. There was a few ideas I had, but some had already been done. I've got to admit, I wanted it to be something family-orientated. Initially, it would have been sort of if my mum and dad still had a mortgage, which they don't, but if they did, I'd, I would have bought their house out for them. But So then I was thinking maybe, do I get rid of my mortgage? But then I thought, no, actually, big bang and holiday. I mean... You know, somewhere, you know, probably it's going to be have to be America, Australia, somewhere like that. All expenses, bad boy, five star, waiters, all that jazz, you know, the real exclusive everything. I reckon, you know, as, as you know, we're talking proper lottery win here where you've got millions at the wazoo. We're doing some something like that, something as a, as a, because I haven't got a huge family. So, it, it doesn't take a lot to put them all together. So, yeah, something like that, mate. Something like that. It would definitely be something to go and celebrate the win, I reckon. How about yourself? Snap. All oh, right, okay. Boring answer aside, that is what I... Because I've mentioned before on the podcast about our dream holiday would be a month in Japan or so. Something like that. We've never been. It's our absolute dream. I'm making that happen. If I win the lottery. There you go. Great minds think alike there, mate. Yeah. So, Doctor, we hope we've done that that <laughs> justice for you. And it might be a little bit of a bit of a boring answer, but I could there definitely. No, because we've gone outside the paying off mortgages and all mm. of that sort of stuff. Yeah. Because obviously that's the first thing. Yeah. Because it'd be nice to say that's all gone. But, but yes, definitely. Yeah. Big bad boy holiday. Maybe a couple mm-hmm. of holidays. <laughs> Back-to-back holidays. <laughs> if you've got that sort of money, it don't matter as much, yeah. does it? So, Mark, we're on to our, our questions. Uh, you or I, would you, would you want to go or do you want me to go? Up to you, sir. I don't mind. All right. Well, I'll go. And it's it's a sort of ask us anything, but it's also a question within it. So I had two, and one of them is definitely a question, so I'm going to leave that one till next time. Have you ever eaten food off of the ground? If yes, what? If no, would you? Now, I don't mean it's fallen on your kitchen floor. You've done the five seconds, blown it, and then whacked it in the old gob. I'm talking about 
Biggleswade Town Centre. I'm talking about, you know, Steve. Have I dropped the food or have I just come across it? No, you've come across it. This is not the food you have you have dropped this is all what no, else? i ain't going anywhere near that how about food you have dropped but again we're talking town center you've dropped it i think i have when i was a lot younger i think i've probably i think i've gone to the local chippy by my parents and I dropped some chips on the floor and i think i ate one or two of them off the floor <laughs> was you was you drunk by any chance no no i wasn't oh. no this was Ooh. a teenage early teenage was you like, I've paid for them, I'm having them? Yeah. Yeah. That was my pocket money. I spent it on chips and then chips had gone on the floor. I was like, well, I'm still eating them. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like half an eaten burger. No. no. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. I was sort of, I was going to twist it, but I was going to say then you then it's sort of, it, I was going to twist a question, but then, then it sort of becomes a moral thing. So, I'd have to say, also, no. I was thinking about this. I'm, uh, that's where I come into, well, say you was like, you know, it was that or bust. It was like, mm, I'd have to be really desperate to eat <laughs> a uh, half-eaten floor burger. So, yeah, I know it's a bit of a weird one, but I sort of come up and I thought it's an interesting one because, you, you know, not being funny, you've already had an experience where you've dropped some chips when you are younger and you've gone and waffled them up. Well, that was my pocket money. Yeah, no, it's understandable, mate. Yeah. And would I eat... Would I eat something? Is that what the second yes, question was? Yes, it was, you know, so like we're talking now, you know. If I saw a Five Guys on the floor that was still in its wrapper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, go on then. Would, it, would I trust that it hasn't been laced with anything? Mm. Or it's not on a bit of fishing wire that someone's got to reel in and then put you <laughs> in the back of the van. Somebody knows exactly how to lure me in. <laughs> a Five Guys burger on a string. <laughs> You're running after it. Give me, give me, give me, give me. <laughs> Get back. I know, the van. <laughs> I still don't think I would. Yeah, you'd have to be really, really desperate. It'd have to be a, yeah, a desperate situation. What about you, Carsten? So I want to know, like Mark, I don't want to know the, I suppose, you know, because I understand you have to be really hard up to go and eat this the floor burger, but have you ever, just like Mark, eaten some food? It can be your own food off of the floor. Or you like your partner's food, yeah. Someone you know, obviously, that's just some rando that went past and <laughs> dropped off a <laughs> Savaloy <laughs> on the floor. Oh, I have that Savaloy. <laughs> so tell us. So come on in, Mark. What's your one? So this ties in with how I started this episode of the podcast. I think it might be how that start came to me. Benjamin. Yes not really a question i'm asking but describe your perfect day oh, isn't that from hot fuzz <laughs> don't know <laughs> perfect day oh so it's got to be just before summer so it's not too hot i'd say it starts off with oh now hold on hold on before i go into this is this in my life are we talking where i've got you know i'm talking about the perfect day is based out of my current situation rather than where you've got just a grand what would, your, what would be your ideal day okay if like money's no object etc etc okay money's day. no object so 
it would be like I said, just before just before summer hits. So it's warm, but it's not sweaty. Uh, myself, Kerry, and Jackson train down to train down to London. We're gonna go maybe do something like London Dungeon, or maybe go do the Eye, or something like that. One of the attractions. After that, we're gonna go and have some lunch at Benny Harness. There we go. I've already bring it mm-hmm. up. We're gonna go have some lunch there. Then we're going to go over to uh, Forbidden Planet, have a mm-hmm. really good, you know, a good, good route, good, good couple of hours in there, doing a massive spend up. And we're going to get some manga. We're going to get some Pokemon cards. We're going to get some collectibles. Good old spend up in there. And then maybe stay to early evening. Maybe have some a, a light supper because you know that 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 lunch is worn out now. Maybe go to some sort of street food stall, something like that. Maybe go and um, maybe even go for a little. Uh, well, no, we couldn't do that because we've got all the bags on us. Yeah, maybe go and. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't I matter. Just, well, I was just thinking. Screw we'll the down. bags. This is your ideal day. Oh, yeah, okay, somebody's so looking after them for you. So, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, the bag minders looking after bags. It's not as yep. late anymore. Now we're going to maybe down to London Zoo. We're going right. to do the London Zoo thing. We're going to walk around and look at all the we'll wonders. Chatted after this day. We yeah. are going to be knackered, mate. And then we come back. Again, train not too busy. The train's not too busy, so we can all get seated down. You know, train back to train back to the Wade, and then pick up the car, drive home, and, and unwrap all our goodies that we bought for Bim Planet. Yes, and obviously you've got some amazing p- pulls on your Pokemon cards. Oh, mate, yeah, we're all talking, of that. yeah, God packs, you know, all the Zards, yeah, <laughs> all the Zards, yeah, <laughs> and someone's Did your title. One of the people, yeah, yeah, all the Zards. Someone's <laughs> accidentally dropped a first edition 1999 Charizard from the base set. You know, they yeah. found one randomly and it's fallen <laughs> in there and I've opened it up and it's pristine. <laughs> so there you go. How about you, Mark? What is your perfect day, sir? Well, when I was driving home earlier, I gave this a whole like two minutes of thought because obviously I knew I was going to ask this. Ooh. And I have to involve all my different friend circles, my, my, my circles, groups that I have. Okay. So, obviously, I'm getting up at a reasonable time, let's say 8 o'clock, 8 a.m., and uh, I'm having my favourite breakfast of fried chicken and waffles, and lots of maple syrup, delicious. And then I will be coming on the PC, and I'll be playing games with you and Gary and old men friends and doing things in that circle, even if we're not playing games, we're doing what we were doing yesterday. We're chilling, we're listening to music, we're chatting bollocks, we're shooting the breeze. We're doing all of that. Uh, that's all my online box ticked then, hanging out with the old men army. And then lunchtime, I'm going down to the Nidge and I am meeting up with my football friends. We're perhaps maybe having a pint or two, maybe burger and chips, something like that, or maybe just some pub snacks. And then we're going to watch Stevenage play at the cathedral. <laughs> Obviously, Stevenage are going to win 6 0. And we're going to win the league or whatever. And that's all going to be blinding. And then I'm going to, in the evening, after the football, it's going to be the three horseshoes. With family and friends, IRL family and friends. IRL. So that ticks all my boxes. That, that's good English. That ticks all my boxes, I think. That's a good I'm day. Have, well, I'm, having the good, I'm having the good food. I'm spending time with all the people 
that I care about and I'm seeing football. And I think that's about it. And then maybe actually after the um after the three horseshoes meal in the evening we could go to a live music event of some description. Some sort Ooh, of gig. Yeah, down there they crowd crowding it off yeah. nicely there. Yeah. Front stage, backstage passes, all that jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good shout. Who are we seeing? Probably Muse. That was a bit of a silly question when I asked it. Yeah. <laughs> Muse just happened to be playing at a Club 85 in Hitchin or something. <laughs> just randomly come by. That would be ideal. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good answer, mate. That's a good answer. A bit, a bit of a bugger now, so I could have started up my morning <laughs> like that. Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, how about you, car sisters? What's your perfect day? You know, you don't have to go into great detail. Just give us the the bullet points: up, food, shopping, friends, family. You name it. Tell us what your perfect day is. Oh, the, the sweetest thing. thing. <laughs> I got lost with that camera. That's out. the wrong song. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> Oops. So, before we close up this week's episode, tell us what you are doing in the Discord on Saturday, the 2nd of December. Thank you, Mark, for reminding me because I've just gone back to the notes. So, everybody, uh, if you're part of the Discord, you're listening to the podcast and you've joined the Discord because why wouldn't you? I'm hosting, I'm kicking off Christmas with a bang and we're hosting the... The Muppets Christmas Carol. We are in the movie room. You can sign up to that in the event. It's the only event currently in there. At 8 o'clock, or just gone 8, it'll be 8 o'clock. We're going to get everybody into the room, and then we're going to watch The Muppets Christmas Carol with as many people who wish to join. So that is in the Discord. Come join. 8 o'clock, Saturday the 2nd of December, Muppets Christmas Carol, hosted by Ben. Yay! As Tani and I have now done movie nights. Yes. We volunteered you to do the next one. <laughs> <laughs> and there weren't and there weren't no choices given for mine. <laughs> it's Best the Muppets. Fun. Yeah, no, it had to be Muppets Christmas yeah. Carol. Yeah, it's been Muppets. The goat. It is the goat. And there we have it. Yeah. That was episode twelve. <laughs> episode twelve. I have been Smith. You can find me at twitch.tv forward slash Marcuhita. And I've been Jones. You can catch me at twitch.tv forward slash Bembis81. Go to our link tree, which is l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e forward slash old men army to get the links for everything old related, which would be this podcast that you're listening to, the Discord, most importantly, that is the main community hub area where all of us hang out and chat nonsense. Check out the merch. Don't forget oldmenmerch.com. You can get old casters merch now. There is the mug and the poster. Get it for Christmas. And yeah, make sure you follow the other old men, which other than myself and Ben is SlimBoyFat82. I am Tani100 and Mr. Narkills. And that is it. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Mark. Love you, bye. Love you, bye, Christmas. Old Casters with Smith and Jones.